What's up? Welcome to Burn After Noticing. It's the number one burn notice podcast that's sort of about burn notice. Uh, we are here where, I mean, we're not going anywhere, that's for sure. Uh, much like everybody else, not going anywhere. So we're, we're indoors and uh, we're still making the pod. And uh, I'm here with my co-host, Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey there. I was actually thinking, too, I don't really have never looked it up. Um, if we really are the number one, like that might be it. that could be possible. I'm saying it. I'm willing it into existence. Um, we are now because there's charts on Apple Podcasts. I should I probably think. tell people I'm Paul. That's who I am. Uh, that's Paul. I probably should introduce myself in the introductions. And I'm Josh. As you did, I wasn't aware as I started talking. You are. You are still you Josh. You said you, my name, and then I did start talking, which kind of indicated that in that those was in those encompassing 23 seconds, you remained Josh. And I'm. I think I'm going to keep remaining that actually great so you keep like being it. josh and while you do that i will introduce our guest this week <laughs> so all right uh, i'll shut up then <laughs> from uh one of my favorite streams on twitch genuinely uh very very excited to have joe and vanessa from ghouls night out hello hey guys what's up thanks for having us we are so excited again i, I love your stream i'm in your chat a lot uh, i think Same. you guys uh, uh do a great great thing on twitch i'm really happy to have you talking to us thank, uh, thank you. you guys cool to be here thank you Hell yeah. So um, we are we are going to get into this episode, but before we do that, uh, first I want to just kind of check in on everybody. The first thing we need to do is check in. That's what's important. How are we doing um, in, in times of crisis? I mean, we're doing pretty well. Uh, considering, considering. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah, in California. Yeah. And Joe started working from home last Thursday. Yeah. So All right. it's just like a big relief. My mom already worked at home and then my brother was able to so yeah thankfully i'm able to yeah my dad's retired so he's always at home (laughs) that's very good so So, everybody's safe everyone has what they need where supplies are are in uh abundance yeah for now we're okay (laughs) so i mean just trying to not you know just trying to keep calm and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And keep calm and carry on. Just, yeah, just like Maggie Thatcher said. <laughs> right. Just yes, like, exactly. uh, our, just like our hot queen Maggie Thatcher. Yes, my queen. <laughs> who stands. <laughs> who, who uh, Fiona would have been a real big fan of, let me tell oh, you. Yeah. I'm mm. sure XIRA Fiona would have some Margaret Thatcher opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear those. She has to bring up Margaret Thatcher during this show at some point. Like this has, There has to be like a passing joke. I mean, they, they make Cold War jokes and stuff all the time, so... Uh, hopefully we'll get that. Great. Josh, how you doing? How are you, bud? You know, I've been pretty good. Um, my parents were lovely and dropped off some stuff for me as well. Mainly like Lysol wipes and some spray stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. Because I, of course, couldn't find any of that shit. Right. <laughs> anywhere when I had done my little run to the store. I bought a bidet. I haven't installed it yet. Nice. I need to oh, do wow. that. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> That's, that is helpful yeah. and yeah. a great way to save on uh, paper products that are coming in short supply. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I have enough toilet paper and everything like that, but I was like, well, you never know, because yeah. looking all around, it doesn't seem like it's going to be anytime soon. I'll restock yeah. on that. I really wasn't wiping my ass before this, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get what everybody's fucking talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I don't see what all the, I don't see all the hype is about. It's fine. There's <laughs> a big teepee war planned I heard. Uh, I heard the coronavirus is scared of stinky butts, so I just uh, <laughs> try to... <laughs> Try to ward it off like garlic with a vampire. <laughs> mm, you might attract a Wario. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> he likes to fart. You never know. That, oh, it's true. True. I was going to say, is Wario, like, you know more about Mario lore than me. Like, is Wario, like, a fan of stinky butts or just I mean, one thing? of his moves in Super Smash Brothers is farting. That's um, true. Famously loves garlic, so he just likes stinky, trashy shit. Also true. Also true. Probably doesn't wipe his ass either, so you might be Wario. <laughs> Speaking of stinky, trashy people, I started watching uh, Black Sails recently. 
it's a, well, it's the like Game a pirate of Thrones show. or the Game of Thrones pirate show. It's like Game of Thrones with pirates, yeah. Um, yeah and it's yeah. like you know, um, but I wanted to bring up the guy who plays Captain Flint was literally the bad guy pirate leader from last week's episode. <laughs> Oh, wow. wow. The episode of Burn Notice we watched last week. So, uh, and last week, like the bad guys of the week were like like modern day pirates that were like hijacking uh, uh, medical supply shipments or whatever. Mm. And and their leader was played by the dude who just plays Captain Flint in this. So, a little bit of typecasting. Yeah. The <laughs> go to cable uh, pirate guy. Went from the classic pirate to the more tactical, uh, like uh, military style pilot. Pirate? Pilot. Pilot. <laughs> MF said pilot. pilot. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you, Jovanus, have you, like, everybody's, like, indoors, have you guys started any weird shows like Black Sails or anything like that <laughs> you would have ne- normally never watched? Have, well, no- nothing weird. We, st- we, I mean, we always have a list of things we need to keep watching yeah. or start watching. Or, um, so we do, we started Tiger King uh, yesterday. We watched the first episode of that on Netflix. Uh, okay. It's like a true crime uh documentary series it's like seven episodes i think wow uh, about exotic animal people like they keep like keep them in their homes. like right big cat oh breeders. like like i'm oh, guessing wow. they're gonna get into like the ohio breakout and stuff like that they mentioned that they mention yeah they that. did mention that in the first they kind of set everything up in the first episode um and now they just kind of set up these rival big cat people who are all insane yeah in their own the, uh, way the monkey who clawed the lady's face off 911 call. That shit's insane. Yeah, it's oh, stuff like, it's like, like that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch I'm that. I'm watching that's that a, tonight. That's a, yeah, that's a great recommendation. <laughs> I mean, the first wow. episode was ridiculous. I can't yeah. imagine where it's going. Uh, oh, I'm so into so, that. Yeah. We were just talking about Vegas recently, and uh, I, I saw Siegfried and Roy pre-Tiger. Oh, wow. Mm. That was, uh, it was a really great show, I will say. Was it? Yeah, I never, I've never seen them. I never got them. to go. Yeah. Like, we'd go to Vegas a lot, but we never actually went to see them. It was, I mean, it was super cool. I was, you know, at the time, geez, it was, it was a long time ago. I must have been, like, no older than yeah. 13, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was cool as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And low-key, Rick Springfield's live show back then was very good. Oh. Huh? I, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. He's got songs. Like special He's effects, like aliens. Yeah. <laughs> he did. True. He did like he did like take like the whole spectacle down to like grab an acoustic guitar and sing Jesse's Girl to like someone in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did they verify that they were named Jesse? Yeah, right. Uh, or the person they were with was named uh, Jesse. Just you're, you're, you're like if you're a girl and you're getting asked on stage by Rick Springfield, your name is Jesse you now, and you're just you gonna deal care. with that for three minutes, and <laughs> it's fine. So. <laughs> you know, like it's like if Barry Manilow brings you up, you're Mandy now. <laughs> you're Mandy. <now. laughs> it's just that's the way it is. I guess so. I, um, I, I'd, I'd go with it. So, yeah, and uh, also I'm good. I'm in, uh, in Chicago. Who is... Uh, well, nobody uh, asked you. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking for a new co-host for this podcast. <laughs> and, uh, so full of himself. <laughs> God, shut up. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, um, I've been very, very inside. Uh, Chicago, my, I, I have confirmed cases like in my neighborhood, so I'm not going fucking oh. anywhere. Oh, wow. I am, I'm yeah. stocked up for like the a, a good few weeks, I think, before yeah. I'd even have to even like walk outside my front door at all. So huh, it's going to suck, but here we are. Yeah. A lot of content going to be coming from this computer. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what's like honestly been helping too, like, you know, all the Twitch streams and everything. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. Yeah, the, I think the, it's the great that we can, <laughs> we can still kind of connect through these mediums. And like, you know, in, in previous times of crisis in American history and even world history, we haven't been able to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and having that ability, I think, uh, helps for a lot of people's, you know, just mental health and, you know, ability to share information and keep each other's spirits up, which, you know, morale is really important in times yeah. like this. 
Yeah. My entire friends list is playing Animal Crossing. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Entirety. I, it's like 16, 17 yeah. people just Animal Crossing, Animal I'm Crossing. I'm like the only Animal person Crossing. not playing Animal Crossing, and I feel like oh, that's why so no one's good. watching my streams lately. <laughs> I it's so good. We, I just ordered it today. She so. wanted me to go to Target and get it today, but it's sold out at every like, Target in the right area. Right after oh. breakfast. I was like, fine, I can wait, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, a good I'm, digital game, that game. Yeah. I will say. I'm probably gonna um, end up downloading it. I'm there's just too many people playing it. Yeah, it's yeah. come visit my town. I got, I can help anybody out. I've See, got a ton. All, of, all, all the all the kids are doing it. Everyone's yeah. doing it, and it's got to be cool and hop on the bandwagon. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait. Yeah, I am <laughs> like, like I'm like I'm like it, yeah. I'm just watching people just, stream it. And I'm like <laughs> what? I want to play. It's, it's really good. It really <laughs> does. Like I'm a fan of the series in general, mm-hmm. and this one is probably the easily the best. That, one that's so what far. I was gonna ask you, Shake, if it if it held up or if it, it uh, really does. It's yeah, like especially the best one for like maybe newcomers who aren't mm. familiar with the kind of unstructured format of the game yeah. because this actually gives you a huge ass checklist and you could all you're always checking things off you're always getting like a new little mission so you're like i don't know what i should do and you're all you can always find something to do now right yeah yeah i'm it's gonna happen just have to accept my fate yeah it's, um, and it's a nice like chill thing to do yeah look it does look very pleasant yeah and you know i think that's it's oh, nice it's, it's nice to have yeah. those kind of games like right. for me lately that i've kind of done that with uh, red dead online and just like mm. setting mm-hmm. like camping out like where no one else is playing and just hunting yeah. Like with yeah. a bow and just like trying to challenge myself, like just uh, wandering through the woods, trying mm. to shoot elk. Yeah, I yeah. just uh, I just started Resident Evil Two. Ooh, uh, oh, it's so team. good. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Hoping I can play it with. I'm I'm trying to get a good configuration for the Steam controller because I want to play it like on the couch while she's playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, so nice. Play it on yeah. the iPad oh, with the Steam Link. So technology look at the things it's doing yeah for us. it's crazy Wonderful. it's nice we love to see it we you know together. we have a lot of ways uh, to entertain ourselves and one of the ways that we're gonna occupy our time is uh, watching more burn notice wow what a segue wow. what a segue <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so we we watched an episode of burn notice uh and and we uh invited uh, uh joe and vanessa along for the ride and uh, we're going to talk about it with them. But first, before we do that, uh, we'd like to ask you, uh, had you seen anything from this series before? Had you watched it? Were you familiar with it? Kind of what's your history with Burn Notice before we uh, uh, went into this podcast? Uh, no, I've never seen it, but I just saw like promos. I knew Bruce, you know, I knew who was in it, but that's about it. So it's pretty right. basic, yeah. And I had I watched uh, the first season, at least the first season, like way, way back. I remember... After I got out of college, I remember specifically watching it while working out, like the first season. What a great like, show to watch while working out! Like, yeah, you can't, oh, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. If the hijinks of the Weston gang don't get you fucking amped, I don't know what does. Yeah, on my recumbent bike in my parents' basement. That was <laughs> wow, just awesome. yeah, ju- just on the elliptical watching Bruce Campbell fully erect. I mean, okay, wait, um... burn, burning with burn. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, I'd, I'd seen it, and I couldn't, I couldn't remember how much of the second season I'd seen, and this one didn't feel that familiar, but it did feel familiar because of the kind of show it is. I just felt like I dropped right back in. So it does kind of have a familiar feel yeah. to it, especially if you like watch um, like spy stuff or procedurals right. or like uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. And, and I, he drops it right up front. You know, I'm this guy and I do this thing and this is what happened to me. Mm-hmm. And let's get right into it. And, I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. Cause that's, uh, that's what yeah. we have to bring up next. So the episodes yeah. before we even start, they start with a little recap and we want to ask uh, as you know, was that little 30 second, like uh, uh catch up, like enough to get you up to speed going into the episode? Do you feel like you had the tools you needed? Yeah, it was pretty, it, yeah. It's what I needed to know. I mean, you didn't really ask 
any questions, right? No. So we yeah, we pretty much got on board right away, yeah. Like, yeah, these, these are job. the spies, these are the players, yeah. everyone's here, yeah. everyone yeah. shows up in the episode, we promise. Yeah. yeah. We got the mom, we got the friend, we got Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Everyone remember we got Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, yeah. yes. Yeah, very, <laughs> very, I was going to say very clearly defined roles. Like I said, it's easy to... Oh yeah, right well they they hit you it, with so. the uh, the famous bitchy little girls line right yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is exactly what this character is. Get <laughs> strap in. <laughs> I do also, think they've altered it slightly though, because I think in season one they did say like a friend who's informing to the FBI, and now they say a friend who used to inform on the FBI. Yeah, because he does. Yeah. So it has changed. Yeah, I, the, I need to first, go back and figure when that happened. The first, like, uh, what, half of the first season, or probably most of the first season, Sam was spent informing on Mike to the FBI as, like, a like a double agent sort of situation. Yeah. But now they're yeah, all friends. Everyone's good, except for we open the episode with uh, with Fiona just walking her new boyfriend right up to <laughs> yeah. Mike. Um, if you guys kind of got this go, like uh, didn't get this vibe, they used to date, right? So Fiona just uh, just struts her new boyfriend Campbell. Campbell, which, yes. wondering who wrote the name of that character. <laughs> There's a line referencing yeah, that later on. He mentions yeah. his name. Dude, I, yeah. I'm I'm guessing that this character is named Campbell sp- so they could specifically do that line. Right. Yeah, There's exactly. yeah. There's yeah. no other reason. Yeah. <laughs> and you he know what? Yeah. And you know what? That was the right choice. Yeah. I oh, applaud yeah. it. It I was perfect. Like, yeah. It worked. No. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> and if you're wondering what line that was, that's a tease uh, for uh, later. <laughs> Um, and it's on our Twitter, as you had pointed out. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, uh, so they, so they're doing that. Um, Michael and Sam are rifling through trash. Is how we start this, right? Yeah. yeah they're yeah. they're trying to. So first off, too, they were like the best way to find out about somebody's rifle through trash. We spent. Uh, we're now eight episodes into season two. Why, wouldn't they have done this by now? Well, I think they have given multiple best ways to find information on. People. Yeah, I'm I don't just, think this I, is the first time. I wrote that time. down. Like you know when you like go like, go out to eat with somebody and every time you have a meal with them they tell you this is the best thing that they've ever had. <laughs> like every single time, so like you yeah. can't yeah. like I, you know they're they're <laughs> really point. enjoying themselves, but you can't really totally trust their opinion because right. like every time it's the best one. This is Michael with all of his like so spy Banya tips. from Seinfeld. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who I think like, was my first celebrity sighting in L.A. I think. I still think oh, it was him. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought oh, I saw wow. him in like a Target when <laughs> I first got fun. here. Yeah. Did you yell gold at him? No, because I was like, oh, it's that guy. Who's that guy? And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot afterwards. I remembered who it was. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, uh, have you ever seen a Bird Notice cast member in, uh, around L.A.? Um, you ever seen Bruce? You ever seen Jeffrey Donovan kind of hanging out? I want to say I feel like we've seen... I saw Bruce Campbell somewhere. Really? Some, I mean... Maybe We've been to a bunch he, of cons and stuff. Yeah, so was he wearing a camouflage hat and standing next to a helicopter <laughs> and shaking hands with somebody? <laughs> That's like pretty much what you can catch Bruce Campbell doing at all times now. He's just shaking hands by helicopters and going, yeah, look at these guys. <laughs> or that beach. Or on a beach, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's escaping COVID uh, out, <laughs> yeah. out in the sand. Yeah. You know what? Good. Stay healthy, Bruce. We need you. <laughs> he, he's the only celebrity I really want to protect. Yeah. yeah, the Everybody only else. one. Yep, we everyone need. else is fucking on their own. Just protect <laughs> yeah. Bruce. Just Bruce. We need, we need Bruce. <laughs> That's right. Um, so they're they're rifling through trash, and they do this whole thing about like a uh, uh, laundry. Bl- I had never un- heard of the substance before. Laundry uh, blue or something. Yeah. Laundry yeah. bluer, which apparently spies go through by the bottle. Which by the bottle. Again, we're <laughs> to your point, Josh. We're two and a half se- or a season and a half in. We've he's never gone through a bottle of it, and he's a spy. No. Sam goes through <laughs> other bottles, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and Sam is <laughs> Sam brings it up in the episode. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. But yeah, um, like it, it did. It, it's funny. Like, how many times can they really get away with this? Where they're like. 
when you're a spy, you have to do this. And it's like, you've never done this before. Why weren't you doing this before? Yeah, and he's, just got a, he's got a huge bag of tricks. Like, he really is like a super spy. If you, like, put together the body of work that he com- completes, like, there's so many things he can do that, like, ostensibly, like, you'd have to master over, like, a course of years and, like, would only be good at that one thing. But he's just good at all of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's perfect at martial arts. He's like a dead shot with every weapon. He can do like uh, check forgeries. Um, he can do piracy. Uh, he can hack cell phones. He can make explosives. What else has he done, Josh? Like this isn't even close to the done. Like what... that's yeah. That's just season. That's half of season one. That's season one. <laughs> that's just half of season one. You just named Michael. Uh, oh, um, you, like have a regular social conversation is the one thing he can't do. Like just have like oh, a regular boy. normal. And that really shines through again in this episode with the fucking therapist. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, very good stuff there. We get we definitely get into the heart of that. Um, so. They're they're looking at the, they start the episode like by you know doing the a plot of like they're looking for so they're looking for a sniper because uh, they, they get a rifle form in previous episodes so they're going through their trash and whatever so that's like our hey we're gonna leave you off in this plot we'll get back to the, the end of the episode I promise but first we have to do our side quest and this is a side quest episode for the most part mm-hmm. yeah it, even when they fake out and seem like the side quest is over and it's back on again yep. Yeah, we've yeah we get our guest of the week and it's Tim Matheson Tim. playing Larry the undead spy. Good old Timmy Matheson. Yeah, I, I like also the... directed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he directed this one. Yeah. Yep. I didn't notice yeah. that part. Wow. <laughs> yep. Holy shit, that makes sense. Okay. Also, this, this episode uh, debuted on September 11th, 2008. <laughs> I was I was wondering wonderful. if I wanted to bring that up too. <laughs> wow, never forget. No, I'll always remember that. Yeah, I got to cover my bases. I mentioned that. <laughs> Seven years after 9/11. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's well. Michael did snipe that guy down from Building Seven. So, oh. <laughs> with the magic bullet from the yeah, assassination. <laughs> uh, it was government standard. It was the Bilderberg Group that hired them to do this hit. Oh yeah, I, I just read a book all about the Bilderberg Group. Uh, Bilderberg? Oh, wow. That's what I thought he was saying. So, see, <laughs> the Bilderberg yeah, Group did not. I listened to the, yeah, I listened to the audiobook and I thought he was saying Bilderberg for like half of the book. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? That's like a, the next PizzaGate thing is like yeah, happening right? inside yeah. Bilderberg workshops. They moved on from comic one of those. Yeah. Oh, oh did boy. you? I I did buy a build a bear for a girl I built a tiger. School. I didn't build a bear. Oh, was that's badass. I I do have a have a Phillies. Uh, build a bear. Oh, those are cool. Yeah, but they would do the licensed ones. I yeah. never got a Dodger one, but. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, we're gonna start an argument right. now. No. <laughs> That's fine. I have lots of other Dodgers. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and you know, right away, Tim Matheson's having a lot of fun with this character. Oh, like, yeah. I feel like he got the script and was like, "You sure?" All right, you know what? All right, well, fuck it. I, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Only if I can direct. Yeah, yeah, he's right. like, uh, let me <laughs> yeah. handle this. Yeah, he, sh- he showed up on set with a knife and a fork. Like, he was ready to go for that. Like, oh, yeah. Just eat it up. Yeah. He, he definitely, he was chewing some scenery. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, right off, right, like, really just hitting his lines. Like, especially, like, the expositional ones he, like, was really going into. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, so he's was enjoying, he's, it eh, was definitely enjoying himself. Um, and he's got a job for Michael. He's, he's a dead spy who's got a job. <laughs> It's just on its face. Great premise. Yeah, yeah nothing fishy about that. Hi, I was I was dead. Now I'm not, and I want you to murder somebody. Yeah, like just we're getting right into it. We come from this shady world, and and this is a very shady thing for someone from this shady world to even be doing. And I'm, wasn't that his actual line? I think that's what he said. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. One of his actual lines is stupid as hell, where he's like. Meet the girl. She is my dead E. Yes. Dead e. yes. And he goes, you like that? I trademarked it. They say it like three different times during the episode. Yes. <laughs> even, yes. 
there's a caption that says daddy when they yeah. show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't they they uh I've the noticed they're leaning into the lower thirds as comedy more and more as uh, the show goes on. Okay. Uh which I think is kind of fun. Like even Undead Spy I thought was very good. Yeah. <laughs> um so he's got a job and he's like it's you know I want you to kill this lady. It pays 20 grand. And you know, Josh and I know that he's he fucked up right away cuz Mike never takes the money. <laughs> Mm. He never, never takes the money. Mike also, never like gets a low paid. amount to kill somebody. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Even back then. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the going rate on assassinations is, but yeah, I feel like you come in a little higher be, to like yeah. just and, and like he even said he's like, yeah, it's like this doctor whose husband is super super rich. So like, right. you already know there's a lot more money at yeah. stake. Yeah, here. that house was huge. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, twenty k is nothing. Yeah. So, so I mean, Mike did recognize that by immediately upping and saying, "Well, I want 30. Right. 30 <laughs> Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he played but, right. He played right away. So this is a this is a Michael Westonism. He has said multiple times, like if you want to like really sell being a spy, you got to like lean into the thing and like right. do it extra. You got to say a bigger number. Yeah, say yeah. a bigger number. Like always be like his his basically. He does like spy by gaslighting people. Like really, he, does. Like, he just gaslights everybody into thinking things were their idea. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's pretty much the premise. But you know, when we meet Madeline Weston, you can probably you can kind of see why the apple doesn't fall very far from the manipulative tree. Hmm. Yeah, and it's funny too. They're, they're immediately she comes over to his house, mm-hmm. and she immediately lights a cigarette, which I thought was very funny. Yeah, so yeah. we can bring add, that up all the time. We can add to the list of things Madeline Weston does while smoking: dropping off leftovers, Visit, yeah, <laughs> dropping off leftovers, and visiting her son. Uh, <laughs> but of course, uh, she's like there. She's literally never done anything in this show without a motive, and her motive was let's go back to therapy, she which they've done look. before, by the way. Oh. To let you guys know, hey. this is very <clears throat> familiar territory. Yeah, they got a therapist who was like a. Uh, uh, mirror of Michael's mom and like looked like her and acted like her and agreed with everything she said and then she got really uncomfortable by it. <laughs> that was like the, the gimmick of that. <laughs> so it's kind of the same gimmick too, and it's like a gimmick that's so tropey of like um, a therapist or somebody comes into a situation in this in this say, case it's spies and stuff and this comes into play th- towards the end or whatever. But it always they're always like they have the scene where they're just watching them talk and they're like dumbfounded like <gasps> like the therapist who's like lost control of the room and just like I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> what the record scratches? Yeah, like every like it's not just the show like oh so many people. It cuts it, to but... the, the narrator's voice like uh, a voiceover as the therapist and he's like, "Yep, that's me." That you're wondering how I got in this situation. <laughs> that's, that's Sonic the Hedgehog. Which, that's how that movie opens, by the way. Uh, wow, that is a good movie, then, huh? <laughs> Holy shit, I mean, people are right. I had fun. Is Shake the right person to ask on that? I mean, I know. Uh, <laughs> Am I biased? Yes. I ate a chili dog during the movie. You know, I liked it. <laughs> that is leaning in. That is really leading in. I was like, of course I'm going to like this movie now. <laughs> Fantastic. So um, <laughs> Michael uh, takes the job, but just so he can thwart the job. Right. It, heart of gold time. It's right. real heart of gold hours. Mm-hmm. He's going to save somebody's life just because he can, and uh, he's got to do it. So he takes, the, he takes the job. He goes to tell Fiona we got the job. That's when we meet uh, uh, the boyfriend, Campbell, who's a paramedic. And uh, they just got done banging. They just got yeah. done fucking. And they can't wait to tell you all about how they just got done fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are horny. <laughs> they were holding up signs walking down that sidewalk. Yeah. They're just like, hey, we just, it was, we, uh, I just had sex by Akon and the Lonely Island was playing yeah. in the background. Yeah. Oh, boy. They were strutting up. A, I was going to say, when did that come out? It might have been pretty close to this episode. It probably wasn't that far after. Yeah. 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 God, that's that old. Holy shit. 
Yeah. Oh, I know. Don't make me think about it. <laughs> I know. Seriously, we're just like, oh, shut up. <laughs> so time is already crawling along right now. So there. So Fiona's like, uh, uh, like flaunting Campbell like all over Michael, and Michael's like, we got a job. And this was a great line. He's like, I, I was hired to murder somebody, and Fiona just goes, "You're changing the subject." <laughs> yeah. I thought that was very really funny. good. Like, yeah. like Fiona fucking with Mike is very funny to me. She's like, be jealous. Be jealous. Yeah, she's like really going hard. And like she just knows, and like she knows Michael won't do shit about it. And it's just great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, uh, the, she had mentioned a boyfriend before, and I thought she was lying. But... Well, remember she was like canceling dates because yeah. of like doing jobs, and she's like, "No, fuck that! I'm not canceling another date." And so I think the next date that she didn't cancel was Campbell. That's so I was um, going to ask whether this was the first time we'd seen him or not. This is our first time seeing yes. Campbell. Okay. Yes, we'd only heard about him, and uh, honestly. Wow, they must have. I don't know how much time passed, but it's pretty quick boyfriend status. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm. I. I mean, Campbell uh, appears that Campbell's laying the pipe. So, <laughs> I mean, oh, he's so packing Michael. I mean, famously, Fiona and Mike have um, only hooked up once in this in the series to date in mm-hmm. one episode. So, like, she, you know, she wants some more D. I get it. Yeah. Totally understandable. Mike does not fuck, and Fiona fucks. It's a big. It's a key difference between the two of them. It's like twisting a knot. If you fuck, you need to fuck. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's 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 an odd couple because one very horny, one extremely not horny. Robotic in a sense. A little bit. A little bit. Um, And so we got through that, and um, so they they go meet the doctor lady, right? And Fiona like goes into like uh, like spray ink all over her, so then she can go in the bathroom yeah. and Michael can like confront her about the job. They meet TV star T- Marissa Tomei. <laughs> she looked so much like this Marissa is definitely Tomei. this is definitely yeah. the we couldn't afford Marissa Tomei. Right. <laughs> yes, they always do that. They get like pe- they get like the market correction people uh, uh, for actors a lot. The Kroger brand or like this is grocery store yeah. brand. They can version. they can only afford Lucy Lawless for one episode, and then they killed her <laughs> off right away. So, oh no, we don't know. She escaped. Oh no! Did they, he shot her. Remember? No, like she jumped. She like fell off that uh, oh, yeah. building. Well, she fell she off got a away. building. I mean, <laughs> comic book rules. If they, yeah. do, if you don't see well, him die, well, I guess they, they. I mean, Larry died, right? Yeah, Larry was supposed to be they dead. Brought him back. Wow. Yeah, uh, I really, really hope Lucy Lawless comes back. You guys. <laughs> I haven't looked. I don't. I don't want. To. No, I don't want to know. But I just hope it happens because she's great. Yeah. She's yeah. great in anything yeah. other than. I mean, not other than Xena because I haven't seen Xena in forever. But anything she's popped up and she's been great. That's yeah, she like yeah. Uh, genuinely, she's the best guest star in the whole series to date. I think she kicked. She like yeah, really nice. crushed her episode. This is a good episode. Cool. Definitely. Um, so, can I have just ask a question? Not to be like a like a bathroom sicko or anything, <laughs> but uh, could we have just done the plan in reverse? And wouldn't it have been a little easier to digest for that lady if, like, instead of like stoic, scary Michael creeping up behind her in a bathroom, <laughs> it was just like Fiona in there? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, just feel like a technical error that could have been easily fixed. It's just that they wanted to show off that plan, I guess, yeah. and that was it. I, I guess, but it very easily could have been Michael as yeah, like the I'm switched. coming in to sign yeah. something, and yeah. oops, I spilled ink on you. And then Fiona's like, "Hey, I'm a less threatening, you know, presence <laughs> in this bathroom. <laughs> right, right. I'm not gonna grab you by the mouth in a bathroom and be like, right. hey, yeah. listen, and trust me really quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know what this I've looks like, but trust me, you. nothing <laughs> bad's gonna happen. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> Seems yeah, like a really trustworthy source too. at the time. Like she was pretty calm, all things yeah. considered. Oh yeah, oh yeah, very calm. I really thought she was gonna scream that second time. Yes, there's this like very muscular Boston man just standing behind me with his mouth the hand over yeah. my mouth like i promise i'm not gonna murder you right now i'm not gonna murder you <laughs> her famous last words what are you gonna do kill me 
<laughs> yeah. What are you going to do, stab me? <laughs> well, <laughs> so he, he convinces the lady that, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to, you know, stop the job, whatever. Um, I'm not a bathroom sicko, I promise. Uh, <laughs> everything is fine. So... And that, you know what? I got the energy from uh, from Fiona in this. Like, she just seems like she was pissed that she had to be in this episode. She's like, <laughs> you know what? I gotta be on another it's... fucking psycho. Like, can we just get through this season, please? And she's had this, this air about her. Like, oh, I gotta fucking. It is right past the halfway point. Can you guys so... just let me go back and fucking bang my boyfriend? This is so boring. <laughs> Campbell. Mm, Campbell's mm-mm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I really wish she would have said that in there. That's a great line that, that I feel like they, they overlooked. Yeah, if they don't That's say that. That's something that could have been written into Burn Notice, too. It would not be out of their wheelhouse. No, not at all. I mean, you, Tim Matheson has a line that's reminiscent of him in Animal House. So, like, they are very re- – they do reference a lot of stuff. Well, yeah, yeah they, I think Matt, Matheson probably did that one on purpose, huh? Mm. He had to have. I don't know if it, let me look. I don't think he was credited as a writer, but you bet – you better yeah. believe he had I'm guessing that, that he put some of his own, his own work on, yeah. like, on screen. That would just or they're be just big guess. fans, or yeah, it could just be that great of a script. It could just understand his essence, you know. It's, you know, you got to get the right writers that you know know Tim Matheson. Yeah. Didn't last week's episode have an um, Animal House connection too? Did it? I thought so. I Didn't can't Valerie remember. bring that up. If you know, I've been streaming for like eight to twelve hours a day since we went on quarantine. <laughs> and other podcasts and other streams. I can't remember anything I've said like in the last couple of hours, really. Yeah. I think I've been canceled more than once. Uh, so swung back around. <laughs> yeah, we, we sit, we're just I'm come, I'm, it's a circular firing squad. So it's fine. Uh, I was going to say this episode was was nominated for a WGA in uh, oh really two thousand eight. Yeah, oh. this episode. Yeah, specifically. Uh, oh gosh! Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was a good. It had the, it had great music cues uh, as compared to some of the more incomprehensible ones of other episodes. Like I thought the music, like, yeah. the music stood out. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember any of the music obviously from the show, but the, I thought the music was pretty good. It was good in this one. And some of them they just do like really weird, goofy shit, and like it just like they'll they'll do really serious moments and then immediately hit you with like some really good, like Danny Elfman ass upbeat music. Yeah, like it's just it's very strange. But yeah, like I think when they get these like experienced actor directors. Mm. Uh, some of these like come together more like uh, 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 like movie style. Yeah, and, and Vanessa was noticing the the editing. She's like, oh, "That's weird. There's some weird cuts and some weird wipes and swipes and stuff like that." Yeah, there This was yeah pretty light on it comparatively. Some of them okay. are just like full of goofy shit, like yeah. real yeah. goofy shit. It goes really David Cagey in the next scene where Fiona's at um, um, the client's house. Where it's, she's like digging through trash. Also, second time <laughs> yeah. we're trash digging now. I don't. Yeah. We probably talked about this, but Michael Weston is a very David Cage character. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Because it's like it has it like cuts to that thing where it's like outside. She's digging through the trash. The car pulls up, and it like it's like very much like a a, a video game where it's like, uh oh, this is <laughs> yeah. happening in real time. Miami become human. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, like Miami that was, become assassin. Yeah. That's all I was thinking of. I was like, "This is," and they've done it before, but this one stood out the most because this would be in a David Cage game where you're like, "I'm looking through someone's house and they're coming home," yeah. and uh oh, yeah, yeah. The clock the clock's the, winding the, down. And yeah. The quick time event happens, and you got you got laundry bluer all over you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not the laundry bluer. <laughs> so. Uh, we, we get through that and the jobs on uh, Sam's gathering Intel um, and also mentioning that he is using his dick to just get Intel. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I got this Intel on our guy. Uh, 
I uh, dropped it over by a buddy for some Sam time. Right, Sam time. Yes. Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam time. time. And Michael looks and he's like, not all my buddies are guys, right. Michael. <laughs> hey. up, up there in hammer time is some of the best times. Oh, yeah. Sam time, <laughs> hammer time, um, gloop time. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's from a Swedish game show called Gigi. Uh, me and Jordan got me into it. Jordan's got me into some weird game shows. <laughs> I was like, that is... Being friends with Jordan Haas will get you into some weird fucking game shows. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he, we watched uh, this one on my stream called 13 Fear is Real. Oh. It was uh, executive oh. produced by Sam Raimi for the I think CW. I've heard of that. I think I've heard of that. The title. Yeah, they, oh, take, wow. they, take, they took 13 guests and told them they were going to be on like a real world style reality show in New York. And then right at the last minute, swerved them and took them to the swamp outside of New Orleans and made them do like a saw horror style, <laughs> like gauntlet of gauntlet of terror. Oh, wow. And the, the grand prize was $66,666. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. That's badass. And like the, wow. So the hook of it was like they did like a fear factory type challenges and like mm-hmm. survivor style physical challenge type things. And it, if the two losers had to go to an elimination challenge, and if you lost that, you were quote unquote killed off. And like they did like some sort of on screen like fake murder of the of the uh, the contestant and mm. all the way down to one. Huh. And like this, the little X factor was there was like a little box. And if you stole the little box and had it, you were the killer. And you could uh, sneak up on another contestant when they were alone and quote unquote kill them. Oh, wow. And like get them eliminated. Huh. It was really weird. And like it was kind of dumb, but like the contestants were fun. I, it, there's, it really makes sense why it only went one season. Yeah. I mean, it's a little higher concept than yeah. a lot of stuff. It's very high concept. And, like, I feel like no one, once you watched it, like, you'd never want to, like, be on it. Was this, like, 2000s, early 2000s? I think it was 2009 or 10. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, very much that energy. I was going to say it sounds uh, like uh, those the werewolf games or, you know, find the whatever oh, out of the yeah. group kind of game. Yeah. I mean, uh, around this era, like, this is 2008, Burn Notice was out. Um, you know, True Blood was out. That right, was uh, right. really big, right? So Vampires, Werewolves, Twilight oh, was huge. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blade Twilight, was still yeah. like yeah. like Blade Trinity hadn't come out only a couple of years before, right? So oh. the Blade series is still like kind of Underworld or whatever that. Oh, Underworld movie series was huge was. At the time too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just listening to the uh, the Underworld song that Atreyu did. It fucking rocks. Oh wow, Atreyu. <laughs> <laughs> pulling out my old, my old my old the old screamo stuff. <laughs> just uh, putting on my studded belt and uh, <laughs> getting more eyeliner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was sort of a horror-esque line too when um larry comes over and sees sam and he's like you hiding a sam magazine here he's like what are you still drinking the blood of children oh, yeah. that was a great line i laughed so hard <laughs> yeah that was good yeah i was really yeah i died on that one and he just the way he delivered it too just bruce is so good yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i'm sure that i don't know you guys probably noticed that like bruce really does stand out in the show did, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah like it's not like it's easy to say like just oh because he's Bruce Campbell but mm-hmm. genuinely he uh, he kills it in every scene he's in yeah, <laughs> yeah. he does he's really having fun oh yeah so yeah uh, I don't think he doesn't have lines written for him I don't think <laughs> yeah. no, no I think he's I, just there yeah, yeah. Um, right that. from the rip I think it was Ben like it was our first guest that was like yeah Bruce was, isn't actually cast in the show he just wandered on the set in Miami <laughs> that day I was like I'm here now like let's <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing Matt hey. Nix was just like film it go 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 we got this hey we got Bruce Campbell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like how Aaron Paul was supposed to die like right at the beginning of Breaking oh, yeah. Bad. And oh, I was yeah, like, no, yeah. he's too good. We got to keep him. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, they uh, he was supposed to like they were supposed to kill him off by like yeah. episode four, but they liked his wow. performance so much that they like just redid the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. 
There's some other series like that, and I can't I don't know what's coming to mind, but I know some other performances were uh, like that on TV. Uh, like they were only supposed to get one and then just kept going. Ooh. And also in this episode, they did a fun thing. They said the name of the episode title. Yeah. Mm. Wait, I mean, they've never done that before, though, Josh. <laughs> Wait. Wait, they said they've never burn said notice on Burn Notice? <laughs> Uh, maybe I don't know. I'd have to go back. That's a bad. That would be a fun drinking game. Supercut. Oh yeah, just how many times I said burn notice. Oof, oof. <laughs> but yeah, a double and the the episode title had a lot of meanings, like double booked in this one. It was kind of a. It was apt. That's why we booked double the guests. Yep, we booked double guests. Yeah. Um, we uh, there was you know Michael and uh, um, Larry are like kind of you know alike and from the same kind of world, so they like kind of double booked there. Um, they double booked two guys to kill that lady. Yeah. Right. So um, oh, our bad. We should bring up the, the 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 guy pulling the strings on this murder is the doctor's stepson, played by yes. Zachary Ty Bryant. <laughs> yeah. Bradley Taylor himself. Our, our, I didn't our, recognize him at first. <laughs> Pretty great. So he's like this coked out fail son who wants uh, his dying dad's money yeah. and doesn't want the the wife to get any of it. So he hires like three hitmen. Yeah, which I don't know. I mean, it was it was the coke doing that? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, actually, I think that's a really good uh, uh, plot device because, like, if he was doing that much coke, he really would be like, "I'm just gonna a fucking uh, yeah. hire f- fucking three hitmen, bro." Yeah. Just one of them will do it. Completely impatient. Yeah. Like, listen, 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 I got this idea, this I got this idea. Look, so, so one hitman is good, right? But what about, what about, listen, listen, what about three fucking hitman guys? Three hitmen. Cover my bases. Whoa. Hold on a second. <laughs> All right. Do you have a cold? Are you blowing your nose? It's also interesting he's billed as Zachary Bryan. He yeah. left the tie off. Oh, yeah. I don't know No, he's, often he's a, does it's, a, it's a serious actor uh-huh. move, right? Yeah. I pulled up his um, IMDb, and it does seem like after, after almost all of his credits say, as Zachary oh, Bryan, okay. as Zachary Bryan. Like imagine, imagine Jonathan Taylor there. Thomas being like, what's up, man? I'm John Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you're <are> not. You? <laughs> say the whole thing. All the girls had John Thomas posters on their walls. <laughs> John Thomas. John Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Should have went by John Thomas. That really is. Like, I get why they went, like, they did the other thing. Because like, imagine billing like a thirteen year old is. Oh, this is John Thomas. <laughs> Somebody coming up to you, John Thomas. Put her there, pal. How the hell are you? This was one of his last roles, really. Like oh, wow. he doesn't have very many. He did drop after off. This. Yeah, he kind of went yeah. to the private sector. Yeah, he was, was the private that Z pizza. But... Yeah, he was the CEO of business. Yes, because you were saying off pod, you ran into him. Yeah, at a at a local like pizza chain that he was like the franchisee of. Z Pizza. Z Pizza. Um, it's okay, pizza, right? At least it fine. wasn't a Papa John's. It's not there yeah. anymore, though. So I guess it wasn't. At least it was. Yeah, at least he's not Peyton Manning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. So Zachary Ty Bryant is the new Papa. Like he just takes over Papa John's. Like they just do the ads, and it's just him instead. <laughs> they should. Yeah, I mean... They got they pull up that same stupid car that he would always drive, and just Zachary Ty Bryant gets out of it. <laughs> Just pissing Papa John off even more. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> They're playing the home improvement song. <laughs> now that I'm interested in. I mean, so, I mean, obviously, Zachary Ty Bryan, uh, uh, not straying far from his television dad in this show. Yeah. Uh, doing tons of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he did have that look in that sweaty, yeah. sweaty bro I mean, for, uh, He definitely doesn't seem to be improving this home. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Not improving this home at all. Trying I, uh, to improve I his even home. Say, I can yeah. even say detrimental to the home. <laughs> would would even, you go that far? Would you? I would venture so far to say that uh, not good for the household. <laughs> mm. 
Controversial opinion, I know. <laughs> and I also said off pod too, but it is very funny you both being big fans of Tokyo Drift. Yes. Yes, him being in that movie. Appearer, right? The the big villain in the opening, yeah. Yeah. The reason that uh, Sean gets sent to Tokyo, yeah. yeah. He like if he was like a a little bit older, he would have been like the the bad guy in the eighties movies. Yeah. You know, he just has that. Oh, for sure. I mean, he could have been. He was like thirty in Tokyo Drift or something, right? He was way older than. Yeah, I guess. How old is he by the time they did this episode in two thousand eight? He's got to be. Well, he's thirty eight now. Oh, he's only thirty eight now. Yeah. Yeah. I would have had him for older right now. Yeah, I would have had him. Eighty one. Late twenties. Oh wow. Yeah, in his late twenties. Okay. Yeah. So twenty seven. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Me now? Wow. Yeah. He looks like the guy from Rascal Flats now. <laughs> oh, my God. He looks like a puffed up uh, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so just Jeremy Renner. I mean, I haven't checked in on him, but hey, hopefully ever since, he's not doing Yeah, well. ever since the app went down, I haven't been able to connect with old Jer. Yeah, <laughs> where I miss my friend Jeremy. Aww. Yeah. yeah. He used okay. to he used to reply to all of our posts, spending all day with right. him, and now nothing. Yeah, yeah, just talking okay. to Jer, listening to some of his original songs and some of his covers. <laughs> you know, like oh, buying God, Jeremy Renner's music. album. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the piano. <laughs> I could use I could use a little Jeremy right now in these tough times. Right? I would just need a, a way to reach out to him. <laughs> Jeremy, where, wherever you are, bud, we're gonna we need you now more than ever, Hawkeye. <laughs> I, I I gotta imagine if the app came out like around this weekend or last weekend, it would have went down a lot faster. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Honestly, I can see another celebrity doing the same thing now. Oh yeah. Yeah, it would it would have just been Jesse Farrar been like Jeremy Renner has died from coronavirus. And the app just <laughs> I mean, the celebrities are desperate right now. They need us to know what they're doing. They're losing their freaking minds. Yeah. It's so funny that Stefan Heck killed that app by talking about porno. It's, it's like one of the best things that ever happened on the internet. It's that really, very funny. it's like the like the stuff of uh, legends. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, the Jeremy Renner app. Yeah. yeah. Epson chat. <laughs> so. Um, so we got we got bad guy Brad. Uh, Fiona goes through his stuff, finds a cum sock, and then some other stuff. Um, I'm just saying, like the way she looked at that sock. Yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, um, you don't use an ankle sock for a, for. A, I mean, that's just. So were you saying like tube sock? Like yeah, you gotta pie? use a big. Yeah. Like, you can't just use an ankle sock. What the fuck? Maybe not everyone's got your large loads. I mean, <laughs> Be that as it may. Did you just you just revealed that probably by saying that? Completely telling on myself, but um, Uh, I would say Vanessa pointed out the uh, disturbing amount of skulls in his bedroom. Oh yeah. And oh really? So he's definitely jacking off in that room full of skulls. (laughs) Just just do with that information what you will. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a steer and some other stuff. Some I don't kind know. Of animals, yeah, a bunch yeah. of animal skulls. I didn't notice any of this. I mean, he is like the rich fail son, right? So he probably was out there doing like the uh, like the Trump family style, like fenced in hunting of oh, like, yeah. drugged out animals that are just standing there. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> taking the cool pictures with them, <laughs> being a, being a cool regular guy. Oh yeah, that's their favorite thing to do. Having a normal one. Yep. Well, hey, and another th- cool thing that um, that that COVID's done for us is like they can't go outside and hunt endangered species right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Honestly, the environment's going to be better than ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, absolutely. There, there is that. Yeah, we got to find yeah. silver linings, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> absolutely. I've got a whole playbook of them. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you didn't. I wish nobody did because I wish I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> so moving on. <laughs> yes, please. Um, uh, where are we? We're in the which case she's like digging through the trash to figure out who's the other, um, like who, who's or they're trying to figure out like who's going to kill this person because they right. found out. Right. So like that, she bugs the she bugs the place and then they find out it's the coke dealer. So like they find out. Well, like, this the, is where they find out it's been double booked. Yeah. So now we're double booked and like even triple booked if you think about it. Because you got Michael like through Larry, and then you got the Coke dealer, and then there's like the dump truck guy, right? Because he said later on we'll get to that. He had to make two phone calls, right? So really, it was triple booked. Yeah, yeah. He's got like definitely more than one person. They figured it out, and now Larry's pissed off because he's like, it's like lucky number eleven, but for this lady doctor, <laughs> it's just like all the assassins. Like I want to do like a, a a side episode or like a like a alternate episode just like from all the assassins' perspective, and they're all like trying to like murder this lady. <laughs> It's like a wacky cast of, uh, of misfit assassins, like, like a Batman, bad times at the El Royale. Batman rogues gallery, yeah, that'd be yeah, cool. like a, yeah. <laughs> Everybody has like a hook. They all have like a special gun or weapon they use. Like there's a there's a knife person. There's like a tech nerd who like looks like an introvert who like actually is deadly. There's a femme fatale. Yeah, you know you gotta have all. It's the like tropes. multiple Bond villains all in one room. John, <laughs> like you all have in one. It. You gotta have John Hamm in it. I feel like. Uh, speak, well, speaking of villains and then Fast and Furious connection, there there was a rumor that Fast Seven, I think, originally was supposed to like unite the villains from the other movies, uh, and and then obviously they had to retool it uh, after Paul Walker. But uh, I don't know if they're still gonna do that going forward. Interesting. Yeah. I know they, they were supposed to make it more Kurt Russell heavy, weren't they? And then they yeah. kind of abandoned yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was they supposed to be Paul Walker's dad, I think, in it, right? There were Originally. there were a lot of rumors going around. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. they were bringing back and connections and stuff. But I think the villain thing actually was from a script early on. Ah, okay. <clears throat> I've always uh, loved Fast and the Furious. Really through my love of Point Break. Is where oh, yeah. it starts. Oh, yeah. Because, well, yeah, that first uh, movie Fast is Point and Break. Furious. Yeah. yeah, it literally is Point Break, right? Um, <laughs> and that always gets to my theory of Point Break, like, is the real catalyst for, like, uh, generations of, like, heist and action movies. And, oh, like, yeah. basically everything that came after it is derivative from it in yeah. some way, shape, or form. I mean, Hot Fuzz will tell you that flat out. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Hot Fuzz is 100% yes. right. That's one God, thing. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost movie. fucking nailed that. Yeah. 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 And if I could just uh, put my gun up in the air and scream, <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> Never for hard, you're going inside, ah. That's what I want to do. I just want to roll on the ground, put my gun up in the air, and say, ah. Just <laughs> empty my so... clip into the air. Oh, That's God, one of my just favorites. the freedom. That, the, of the, oh. <laughs> just, to, just to be Keanu Reeves, uh. not being able to shoot at your homie. <laughs> I gotta watch. We've Point talked Break about Point again. Break on this podcast multiple times. I love that movie. Have you it, seen it? It dude? rules. It's a fucking great it? movie. Did we watch it? I don't know. We did a Swayze we, fest. We, we did watch it. Yeah, yeah. we watched like three or four Swayze movies in a row. Ooh, I respect. Swayze what were the other Swayze movies? Uh, Dirty Dancing, Dirty which I had yes. never seen, which I enjoyed. You have to. Yeah, I, I thought it was fun. And then uh, what was the other one? Maybe it was just those two. I think it was Point Break and Dirty Ghost. All right, make the next one. Roadhouse. Oh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. That was the other one. Yeah. Good. Good. Of course, Roadhouse. Roadhouse Don't watch Roadhouse 2, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will watch, yeah, watch Roadhouse, Roadhouse again. Uh, everyone that's listening, just, I mean, listen to the rest of this podcast, then go watch, watch Roadhouse. This is one of the greatest movies of all time, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. No question about it. No question. It. Um, one of the people with, like, the eternally cool energy, like Bruce Campbell, Sam Elliott. They have yeah. that oh, kind yeah. of yeah, shared. Sure. Like, they're just eternally the coolest dudes. Yeah. So but Yeah, Sam Elliott's always good. Yeah. yeah so, uh... The, the we do a therapy scene after all this like that's we talked about that therapist 
and he gives them he says i'm going to give you not homework but life work yeah <laughs> that was very funny it's like cringy <laughs> i'm going to give you guys some life work okay <clears throat> now now does this yeah. does michael actually fall asleep in the scene or is he pretending? To I think I think Jeffrey himself. Donovan was just kind of tired and needed to catch oh, okay. a couple wings. Was like, you know what, you know what, guys, act this out. I'll be over here. Right. Just you know, let just wake me up if you need me to act or whatever. I'll be. He's probably wasn't doing it. He's like, ah, I'll be. He's all Boston about it. I'll be fucking over here, <laughs> taking a fucking nap. This was definitely right? there. I feel like this was still. Don't prime, fucking like, wake me up until the socks come on. <laughs> the, socks, the stigma of therapy because this definitely feels like the. These crackpot therapists yeah. and their yep. dumb right. tools. Yeah. This show is very anti-therapy. <laughs> yes, the two therapists we've seen have all been this, where they're like, they're trying to like actually help them, and they're just like blowing them off. Like, well, oh, I mean, I guess like if you're, if you're doing the show from the Weston family's perspective, that's the way to like portray it because obviously this family needs therapy and <laughs> doesn't like it. Yeah, like that is a very like th- there's no family that can benefit from therapy more than the Weston family. <laughs> Um, they all need it, and Nate needs it too. Nate wasn't in this episode. Michael has a brother who's an even bigger dipshit. Yeah, he sucks, um, and he's just like a, just constantly fucking up and like in fear of his life. Uh, so yeah, they they all need help and just don't want any. Um, Michael's therapy is uh, uh, helping people with uh, their spy work and uh, quipping with Sam. <laughs> just just quipping with the homies. <laughs> So he so the the therapist tells uh, Michael and uh, Madeline to come up with five things they're grateful about uh, of each other, yeah, yeah. and that comes back later in the episode. So yeah. we'll put that in our pocket. Um, there's that. There's that. Great... I hope you all did your life work and have the five things we're all grateful about each other. Ah, I, I, we can do one right now. <laughs> let's do one. Okay, one. Yeah, let's do one because five is a lot. We can just do one off the top. I'm very grateful. I mean, I feel like most of them was just very similar, and we brought it up about the Twitch streams because yeah. I know both of you streaming a lot more. I'm not. I'm trying, but I, my job is still kind of unaffected by this for the most part. So I'm still like in busier mm-hmm. than ever. But I do enjoy the streams that you're doing in the day, Paul. Now they're very therapeutic to listen to. Ah, uh, thank you. And of course, Ghoul's Night Out. I, I purposefully like don't want to stream during your show <laughs> because I want to watch the show, <laughs> like for sure. Yes, uh, same. Yeah. Um. Josh, I'm I'm thankful uh, that you do so much to get this podcast going because I really like making it. It's one of my favorite things to do. I look forward to recording it. I look forward to getting feedback on it, and uh, you do a lot, so much behind the scenes to make sure it comes out every week. So I'm I'm extremely grateful for that. Well, thank you. And uh, same, and uh, Joe and Vanessa, you've inspired me a lot creatively. Like I see the great work you do on streams and uh, uh, the the production and just kind of the the, the fresh kind of ideas you bring to it and and the format, and it inspires me creatively to uh, to do better. Oh, thank, thank you. you guys. I mean, it's all Joe, really, but <laughs> I just tag You're along. there, too. Take some <laughs> I tag along. She's integral. There's no show without her. Really. Absolutely. There is yeah. no show without you, Vanessa. Uh, oh, I, I will say I'm thankful for, uh, I'll echo the community sentiment again, but also, like, the content that comes out of the community. Yeah. Like, it's all good. Like, it's not like you feel like you have to support someone, but, you know, just listening yeah, you to genuinely something. genuinely like... Anytime I drop in on anyone's awesome thing, people. yeah, it's always good content. So, like, I'm appreciative of the creativity and the supportiveness of the community. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's me yelling at children. Yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> yes. Buying um, jack-off instruction videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, me posting Luigi nutting in Shakespeare while oh, he's yeah. trying to yeah. play video games. Yeah, the, 
Dakota Charm. Yeah. (laughs) Screaming about gun control and politics and Manly Badoof stream uninvited. The the freedom of being horny on stream. Oh, the freedom of being Being horny on the main. Not afraid Um, to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've you've been here with us for for a little while. You can see we're unafraid to talk about the horniness of this show. And uh, absolutely. And and it's tie-ins with violence, which we're going to get to pretty soon because people are horny for violence all over this Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we're so, not afraid to not talk about bird notice. <laughs> and, and another thing I want to talk about with bird notice, a, a very uh, uh, bird notice trope is accents. This mm-hmm. is a show about accents, guys. Yeah, um, a lot of fucking accents. Um, <laughs> and I want to talk about one that uh, that Jeffrey Donovan does when he's Frank the exterminator. Oh yeah, when he goes into the landlady's house. Yeah, what's that voice he's doing? I don't, I don't know. know. What, and the, what is it? For, the voice <laughs> and also those glasses are tipping me off that this guy is not an exterminator. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. No, no, it does yeah, not. Nothing. But that's a Miami exterior. Yeah, well, maybe. Okay, yeah. there, you go. Oh, there you go. What is voice? Where is that from? That's not from any region. That's not a real he's accent. Like, uh, yeah. This, uh, yeah, he's like, it's like some weird, like, he's trying to be dumb guy, but like condescending maybe? I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I, I can't even like uh, mimic it or imitate it. It's just a very strange uh, affectation he's doing on his voice. And I, I was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah. This is a show that like, this is like the only accent work really for most of the show but there's some insane accent work on this show <laughs> yeah uh when he does british that's when we really have fun oh oh british wow, Mike is great. And, which like, was the famously, first episode of the season uh, 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 gabrielle anwar who plays fiona she's british yeah. the character is actually irish okay so i said that i thought she was irish in real life i wasn't sure and she's, she's like british in real life vanessa was like the character's no, she's british, irish yeah. and but the character has made the choice to be american yeah right and so that's that's the level that we're operating <laughs> yeah. there. and my, my thing is i don't I, I get tripped up on yeah, uh, non Americans doing American accents uh that are bad. And if I sniff <laughs> if I sniff it out it's just I lose it. I can't like like Charlie Hoonam, I think I was gonna say, have you seen Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> he hate, he always, I like, always the one I like him, but yeah. I can't stand when he talks. It's bonkers <laughs> and it's weird because it's so it seems to get worse, not better. Yeah, yeah. And Which it's like is really weird. Like his best like, his best work was in season one with the accent. Right. And you're like, no, it's a Northern California accent. Like, no, it's, it's not. It's not that's not what it is. <laughs> no, like, people from Northern California do not sound like no. like British people. Yeah. <laughs> they don't say I uh, uh I need a glass of water. Yeah, no, no. He still can't say water. There's a bunch of stuff he fucks up on you, yeah. but I, I love Sons of Anarchy. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> it's just such a ridiculous, great show. Yeah. Um, I've seen so much more TV than Josh has. This makes this podcast yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I don't watch television very much, and so like mainly when you talk about shows, I'm like, I don't know what. <laughs> I know, obviously, I know. I've the seen show, fucking every prestige show, and he's seen none of them. <laughs> it makes for great <laughs> conversations. Yeah. I'm always like, tell me more, because I really don't know. <laughs> We're gonna have you going deep by the end of this podcast. So we watching this is like the Low most Winter consistent. I've, yeah, this is the most consistent I've ever watched a fucking show. <laughs> Season two is because of this Check podcast. Our, uh, coming up, a Low Winter Sun podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like Mark Strong, right? Was that? Oh yeah, something like that. It was the one they were. It was they were t- they were doing trying to do two things that they couldn't do successfully. Yeah. One. Um, Make a successful uh, uh, lead-in companion to Breaking Bad right. wasn't possible, and two, make a successful Detroit set drama, which uh, they still have not been able to do. They hyped that up so much, and then it they just did. went—it went away so fast. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, they yeah. were trying to make Fetch happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for the good Detroit show, and it just—it's just Detroiters, Detroiters, Detroiters. I'm talking like drama though, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, like this, like they try to do Detroit 187. Nope, Eight Mile. Uh, 
As a movie, yeah, Eight Mile kicks ass. I'll be real with you, Eight Mile's good. I've not seen Eight Mile. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's, it's a good a movie. Brittany Murphy's great in yeah. it, and yeah. uh, Eminem is a low-key talented actor. Yeah, I don't like him, so that's probably why I haven't seen it. I mean, he's, <laughs> there's not a whole lot to movie. like there. Why? I am, Whatever has he done? I grew up. Okay, uh, so I grew up uh, as in my in my child child years, literally right down the street from him. Oh, wow. I lived in this. I lived in oh, this, really? like, this. I lived in like this big middle class like uh, like suburb, like the really big one in southeast Michigan, and he lived in this gated community that was right next to it. Mm. And it was like this, these big, huge houses. He like bought this house from this doctor and like lived there. And like, I went to school with his cousin and shit. Oh, wow. And uh. like, I was around him and being from Southeast Michigan, like liking Eminem is standard issue. Like right. he's, right. he's, if you're, if you're like a white kid from the suburbs <coughs> in Southeast Michigan, Eminem's your God. That's right. just the way it goes. It's Eminem one, Kid Rock two, and there's nothing you can do. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, say Kid Rock and ICP, right? Yeah. All around the same. You can't kinda... fucking escape him. At yeah. least ICP's cool. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's so weird that, uh, th- that the only ones that h- held up through the test of time and didn't get canceled were fucking ICP. ICP. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty that's that's wild. Ago, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Going yeah, chicken people. hunting, baby. Yeah. Get the Fago. Let's go. <laughs> I do miss Fago, Fago being in Chicago. I don't get Red Pop anymore. I don't get Rock and Rye. I've never had Fago. No, no, it's, I might have had Red Fago on the way out here. When Red Pop is There's so There's places good. here that have it. Yeah. But it's delicious. If you see it around, you, it. it's worth checking yeah, out. Yeah, there's a, that Rocket Fizz candy and soda store. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. So but anyway, um, bird note. What this is a bird note. This is a bird note <laughs> podcast. Um, we love well, not talking is, about it though. Sometimes. This is this episode. I think this is going to be uh, uh, really apt for the episode we watch because. Much like the the episode we watched, this podcast is just going to wrap up really quickly with like mm. a really neat bow for no reason, and just like be like, "Oh, we solved the problem. Everything's fine." Now. Um, yeah, I kind of didn't write too many notes for this episode because I just found myself kind of just yeah. watching it. Yeah, yeah. At certain uh, points, I mean, yeah, it had a lot of just it had a lot of good acting um, in it. Uh, it was uh, the music cues were better than normal, so like. My notes were really just like what was going on, like a lot of observational yeah. stuff. Uh, the, and the thing about cell phone jammers, uh, Mike did a big monologue about cell phone jamming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How to jam cell phones or whatever. Just throw a big uh, there was the murder by dump truck thing. Definitely got to talk about the murder by dump we, truck. Yes. Uh, so we, you had, we were like, uh, you had messaged me about it. And like as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, this was what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we're in lockstep about a lot of the events of this show, and this was no different. <laughs> He's like, his, his plan gets real dumb. And I was like, you talk about that dump truck? Yeah. yeah so Mike, so basically, like they, Michael has to stop all the assassins. And the way he's going to stop one of them is like he, the assassin is like driving towards Fiona and the doctor lady in a car. And he's got a dump truck, and he's going to make it look like an accident by just slamming into him, right? So Michael steals a pickup truck. He gets right in front of the dump truck, and he just slams in the brakes, and the dump truck drives up on top <laughs> of the bed of the pickup truck, and then he comes to an abrupt stop, and nobody gets injured. Nope. Yeah. Um, so I got to ask you, Joe and Vanessa, as Fast and the Furious fans, <laughs> how, does, how did that rate on the Fast and the Furious scale? I mean, I didn't really have to suspend my disbelief too much no. watching that happen. I'm like, it's believable. Yeah. My, yeah that's, how did he track that dump truck down? Um, like, he magic. knew about it, right? But yeah. All, he, he had no way to contact them because of the cell phone jammer. And then, as again, Michael is. This is something I didn't human. think of. I wasn't Michael sure was if I missed yeah, something I or. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is, this is, again, we have to mention this. Michael is literally a super spy. Okay. Just chalk like it up he, to that. That's true. fine. Okay. Like he has to. There have, are weird leaps of logic. Yeah. So he, but he. <laughs> that is definitely one. He saves. He saves the day that way. 
Um, so that's so he saves the murders, and now like that's all wrapped up. We still got to deal with Larry because Larry <laughs> wants to kill everybody just all the time. He just loves Larry. It. Yeah. Just uh, so I want to. Who do you think has a bigger bloodlust, Larry or Fiona? Because like they both love themselves some killing. It's hard because we only have this episode for Larry. That's true, but he really wants to kill. He's super in the mood for it. And that, even that His, part of the end where Michael's like, yeah, I saved you from killing four or five people. Guy just goes, yeah, what's four or five people? Right. He's just <laughs> yeah, listing he all the people we have to kill to get rid of this. Yeah. Like, yeah he is just a cold-blooded serial killer. Yeah. And, and so we had not seen him before? Had he, had no, he been mentioned before? Yeah, yeah. Nope, he's no, just the guy okay. who showed up. Okay. Just a guy. We have heard um, that there's a, there's a good chance we're going to see him again, though. Yeah. yeah all right. So he probably isn't done. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I... Mike, so Mike definitely has CTE from that that like giant like head ringing. Oh, he was messed yeah. up. Yeah, so, yeah, his shit was fucked up. Yeah. Uh, didn't look good. And I think it, it did knock out some like dark stuff in him because like then he starts like loading his gun and he's like talking to Sam about how he's got to murder Larry now. Yeah, yeah. Like so, Larry. So yeah. So we thought we got rid of Larry and we called the job off, but Larry went back to Zachary Ty Bryan and was like, "No, you got to do the job and you got to pay me." And he told he told uh, Zachary Ty Bryan his name was Michael Weston. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was good. it's a really fucking. How, wait, how do you have that uh, aquarium tank and show it so many times in the episode and not have it shatter? Yeah, yeah, that was. I really <laughs> I thought that was a Chekhov's gun situation. I really thought we were getting that shattered. I was waiting. They did tease it a couple times. Yeah. Very, like they were like, we're gonna do it. It's like when watching a wrestling match and like they take a weapon out, like they set something up, like or a table, or like there's like a couple of tables, and you're just waiting for it to happen. And like someone will get to the top rope and they'll almost do it, and then they'll come down and get off, like, and then by the end of the match, it finally happens. Right. They just, you know, that's this is where you need wrestling booking. Look at this. this. You got to, you got to have that payoff, brother. Right. Look at this brand new Spanish announce table. This is, it's a beautiful. (laughs) Absolutely. We'd love to thank our Spanish announcers for being here. Oh my God, he's broken in half. <laughs> um, they, so they got to take care of Larry, and Mike wants to do it. He's like, "I'm going to hit Larry. I'm going to, I'm going to kill him with my big gun." It was, <laughs> yeah, a, it was a big gun. Kill, yeah. I'm going to kill Larry with my big old gun. Yeah, so this big gun um, that he was given by someone from the the uh, overall season arc. He's always uh, Fiona is doing some uh, arms dealing on the side now, right, so she's okay. got tons of gun access. They've done some yeah. stuff for like gun people now, so like they have gun connections, right? So they can just get the guns now; they're good to go. And they keep mention um, they keep mentioning this Kara or someone, Carla. Carla. Uh, okay. Carla's like yeah. the she's like the overlord. She's like the boss who's kind of pulling all the strings. Okay. She's played by uh, Trisha Helfer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and she's great. Uh, she's very good in the episodes that she's been in. Right. But we haven't seen her. We've only, only seen a her couple. once or twice this season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not very many. But yeah, Larry loves poisons, and that's his plan for yep. the yes. He sprays like some. <laughs> yes. Uh, some and Game of Thrones, they would say it's a coward's way to murder. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a coward's way to spray someone's fork. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spray your fork. It's like a little spritz. <laughs> it's a little spritzy. It's like, uh, it's like doing the salad thing where you don't want to put the whole dressing on it. It's like a little bit. All the salad spray stuff. Yeah. yeah just Why don't mist. you just put the poison with the little salad dipper? You can just dip your little salad <laughs> in a little dressing bowl. The Corona mist. He's just spraying on the fork there. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Everyone's got COVID now. Damn it. <laughs> He sprayed a little, just a little just COVID a little. on the fork. Yeah, you can have a little. Uh, uh, doctor ladies can have a little COVID as a treat. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did like the ambulance heist thing. I think that, like, especially because it was like Campbell gets involved. Yes. So this, and he's, this he's like, so a you're a soil part. scientist too. Yeah. This brings us to they they the way they're gonna save this lady's life is 
they're going to fake poison her and then be the EMTs and then get her out of there like she's being rushed to the hospital. And they have Campbell, who's a paramedic, uh, yeah. to do that, which leads <laughs> to the best part of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely best part. Uh, well, they call to do the check-ins, and Fiona's like, how's everything going, Sam? And uh, Sam's like, uh, uh, here's, here's what Tim Matheson looks like. Here's, what, you know, here's your guy to find. And she's like, yeah, oh, he's pretty good looking, though. And he looks up, looks almost directly into the fucking camera and goes, yeah, he's all right. He's no Campbell, right. though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking boom. Hail to the king, yeah. baby. That was, yeah, that was, that was definitely the highlight of the episode. Yeah. Fantastic. Really I literally great. forgot that the guy's name was Campbell for a second and really did yeah. think he was just talking yeah. about himself. He, the, guy, the character is a plot device and a joke device. Yeah. And he, it's all worth it. Yeah. It's all worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so that, so that, uh, yeah, I'm thinking that just happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they, they save the day again. Um, but we got one more little problem. Larry uh, catches Zachary Ty Bryan slipping. And while Michaels is going to kill Larry while they're doing like the exchange of money, um, Larry gets wind of it. He snaps Zachary Ty Bryan's neck spy style and uh, gets away clean. Very easily snaps that big guy's oh, yeah. neck. Yeah, oh, yeah, really he's great. he is hardcore. He even said he's like not bad for an old guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so he just uh, he does he, he casually does a murder and gets away clean. Uh, Michael doesn't get to, doesn't uh, acquire the target tactically. He didn't tactically ascertain his target, and the mission was and, a critical abort. Yeah, flips that. And he gave on. the yeah. most profound line in the whole show, yeah. where he said, "Some people live, and some people die." Mm. Yep, and this one, this one lived, and that one. <laughs> I died. was like, "Really?" <laughs> so there goes. So that's our that's our side plot. We're good to go. Um, <laughs> there is a one more therapy scene where, like, they they like yell at each other about um, the five things thing because Michael didn't really take it seriously. When Madeline admits, this is where we get some some uh, backstory. Madeline admits that Michael's dad was not the guy to sign off on him going to the military at 17. It was actually Madeline. Mm. She forged dad's signature because she knew that if Michael didn't get out of the life, the, the terrible life he was leading, that he'd end up in jail or worse. Wow. But she didn't want to take away the one thing that he could look to his dad on and go, at least he did that right. Cause him and his dad had a, a very tenuous, bad relationship. Yeah. So we, we get to that. And then another uh, moment that I really enjoyed in this scene was when the therapist is still trying to talk and then Michael and Madeline and Unison go, get out of our house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought good. that was really well written. Yeah. He has a very Boston mom. Yeah. Too. Yeah. He goes like, ma. Yeah, yeah. I, well, he does this a lot. So he'll always be like, ma, ma. <laughs> ma, ma where's the fucking chowder? <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah, so they did that. Now, so we, we wrap up the episode by uh, going on a sniper hunt. Uh, they're they're what they're doing surveillance on Bill Johnson the sniper, mm-hmm. and it all kind of all the pieces from the puzzle all fit together, right? So they uh, they see the ID card and the sniper rifle and all the stuff. Basically, Michael all season has been like acquiring all the stuff that this sniper guy needs, and they're like, oh shit! Well, who's the target now? We got to get one step closer. Right. And Michael even says he's like, well, I think I know where to look now. And they do that drive off into the sunset. Mm. <laughs> And, and scene <laughs> biggest uh, biggest cliffhanger of the season i'd say probably wow. the most significant really wow i think so uh, maybe yeah because it is it does feel like finally all, everything we we were like barely like connected to does seem to at least point to something now we're like oh okay so 
all these episodes that we were kind of like, when's it going to talk about mm. this? It's finally now talking and, about And it. pieces are starting to fit. All the pieces matter, like in The Wire. Right. And then not not having uh, seen the rest of the season, I don't think, I don't remember, but uh, it seems like they're setting him up to be the guy that's going to be the sniper. Something like that. Yeah, they, they've they've shown that 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 guy's supposed to be our sniper, this Bill Johnson. Yeah. Oh no, no, I meant He's, like they're they're setting Michael up. Did that? Did it seem like that? Like he was acquiring all this stuff. And oh, it's, like maybe no. The twist I mean, the ostensibly, he... it's supposed to be this guy, Bill. Okay. Right. So it's they. So they think it's Bill, unless that right. could be a swerve later. But Michael is convinced that it's this guy, Bill, that he's getting. Okay. The stuff. All right. So that now yeah, they're, they're just making him do all the work. And one more like thing support. before we wrap the episode up. Um, when they were talking in the therapy scene, uh, they were talking about like Michael, uh, Madeline talking about Michael having like a darkness that he had to confront and stuff like that. Um, and like having this darkness inside of him that like he couldn't control. The fucking dark passenger. It's another what? Dexter tie in. <laughs> oh, it's God. another Dexter tie in. Wow. <laughs> okay. A Miami, baby. That's yep. that's what it is. This show famously, the fandom at the time um, wanted a Dexter burn notice crossover. Uh. Wow. Like people really like clamored for it because they're both set in Miami. They were on about yeah. the same time. Yeah. They both kind of deal with crime. Uh, they, you know, they have like similar color palettes. Oh yeah, like to to look at. I can know, totally see that. Like that. Yeah. And then and also uh, David Zayas was in the pilot. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have I had a whole theory in the first episode about how David Zayas went into witness protection and then find, found his way into actually becoming a cop and is now Detective Angel Batista. <laughs> it's like one of the only other names from that show I remember. Angel Batista. Angel Batista. Batista. He's good. I like him. He's a great character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked him. The first yeah. four seasons of Dexter are gold. Like, that's great TV. Shouldn't have gone past one season, but yes. I, I, Probably I, not. But wow. The, uh, <laughs> season four with, with Lithgow is super worth it. Yeah. That's where I stopped, rules. I think. And also, uh, season two, just for that English lady saying, pardon my tits. Like, that's the, <laughs> the, whole, the whole season is worth it just for the British lady to say, pardon my tits. <laughs> Truly one of the greatest moments in television history. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's incredible. <laughs> not, it, it's just burned into my brain. And not just because of the tits. Burned. <laughs> I got burned. I got. I definitely got burned by those tits. <laughs> wow. Um, and so, in conclusion, uh, Carlos should have just hired Chris Kyle, and this all would have been fine. There's no way they would have caught him. Right? <laughs> yeah. There's the no, no way they would have caught Chris Kyle. Yeah, no, <laughs> no doubt about that. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> maybe, maybe Chris Kyle is doing like a Larry, and he faked his death, and he's just out mm. enjoying his retirement. Maybe he's yeah. like a secret assassin. He's the one that got Epstein. Holy shit! Wow. We're getting closer. Wow. Whoa. You're getting way now. Now we're in the way. Wow. We're getting closer. Well, you're really opening my eyes here. I didn't really. I'm gonna have to do some research it, yeah. after this. Yeah. This is welcome to True Anon. Yeah, I was gonna say this is actually podcast. a backdoor True Anon companion <laughs> podcast. <laughs> what did we get into? <laughs> you didn't tell us. <laughs> if I could, if I could, that like, was on have, Like one of these podcast episodes be like a quarter as good as anything True Anon's done. I'll, uh, I'll die. Happy. <laughs> They're they're really are brilliant. I mean, all you got to do is talk about shit and make it sound believable, and, mm. and someone will latch onto it. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> if I if I could do it like Brace, man, please, God. <laughs> um, so that that's our episode. Um, it was a lot of fun. There was a lot to talk about in this one. A lot going on. Um, we got a big cliffhanger, and I'm looking forward to next week. So to uh, finish it off, uh, you want to do? I want to rate it first before the, before we do the review, Josh. Rate it like. Uh, Give our review of it. Let's do our rate. Yeah, let's do our ratings. And yeah, then we'll no, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but we need a token. We need a token out of. I was thinking either eight balls of coke. Ooh, um, ooh, wow, that's that's good. Dump trucks. Uh, cell phone jammers. Cell phone jammers. There wasn't like a lot of. 
Oh, uh, 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 laundry, laundry bluer. <laughs> that's probably. I think. Yeah, I think that's probably out ten of bottles 10 of laundry, laundry bluers. bluers. How many thimbles of laundry bluer? How many thimbles? thimbles. Uh, well, oh, no. See, only la- only dry cleaners use it by the thimbles. Oh, We're spies yeah. here. Yeah. We're spies here. We use bottle. it by the bottle. We need bottles. We need at least ten bottles. <laughs> that's right. Um, I'll start it off. I'll start this one off this week. Okay. Uh, I really enjoyed it um, for the performances piece, like the episode itself and the content within. Storyline wise, like it was just like an it was kind of like an uh, an overdone thing that wrapped up a little too quickly. Very classic burn notice. But uh, had some fun performances, had some fun guest stars, had some really goofy moments that I, I genuinely laughed out loud at, which was really fun. Uh, solid episode. Let's give it a seven and a half bottles. <laughs> seven and a half bottles of blue. Of, of right. Half of the bottle was used on a spy project. Yeah, <laughs> half a bottle was uh, used to uh, to get rid of the evidence of my review. <laughs> there we go. That's why we couldn't get the full review. Uh, for me, yeah, I'm kind of in the same ballpark. I, I like didn't take very many notes because it did feel more like I was just kind of watching it. And I was like, yeah, I'm following along. Uh, the ambulance heist I liked. I feel like I smiled because it was like Bruce Campbell with his lady friend in the front. <laughs> you had Campbell and Fiona in the back, and they're all interacting. And I'm like, that's fun. These are the characters that have personality. And then my, uh, Jeremy Donovan's the one who's just like businessy spy man, so his stuff will sometimes not be as good. This but Tim Mathis said Jeremy fun. Donovan. Did I say that? Yes. Oh. He's he's so forgettable. I forgot. <laughs> oh wow! Now that's a burn Here's notice. Truth burned on. The truth is coming out. Jeffrey burn noticed again. <laughs> Take that, Jeffrey Donovan. I'll give this one a seven. Joe and Vanessa, would you like to give your rating? <laughs> I think a seven yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. I was I wasn't sure to what to expect. Like I said, I've seen the first season, so I, I kind of knew the show a little bit. So I didn't know how like arc heavy this would be. Yeah. Uh, or, or like, uh, you know, by the numbers kind of episode it would be. But I thought it was fun. Yeah. Seven. The acting was good. Yeah, the acting was good. It's a, it's a fun, you know, spy show. Yeah. Like it's just. But, yeah. yeah. This is definitely the emblematic episode of that because some of the episodes we've said before. I mean, you guys got a pretty good one when some others have gotten just one where we were just agonizingly like, ugh, this is like nothing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if I would have to explain a lot to Vanessa or anything. Yeah. But Oh, yeah. Just... You can you can talk to some of our former guests that got bad episodes about their experience, and it was not quite as enjoyable as yours. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah. Fuzz really hated it. <laughs> Fuzz yeah. hated well, it. I could see yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and really you know who else it. hated it? Wait, who hated it? Our friend, our friend Sandcrab277 over on IMDb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who, who, gave, who gave this review, uh, the only review I found, uh, a 1 out of oh, 10. Wow. Oof. And it, it was on August 2018. Uh, <laughs> bef- like, so not that long ago. Like, maybe a, about a, a ten, 10 years yeah. after. Basically a fresh review. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty fresh, and I think Tim Matheson did something to this man because oh, he said, God. "Having Tim Matheson as a guest star and director should ensure a total waste of time for everyone involved in this episode. This ding dong is the proverbial kiss of death for whatever he touches. Smarts are not in his wheelhouse, but stupidity surely is. Avoid him at all costs." Wow. Oh my God, that's uh, the review. So so Tim Matheson like fuck this guy's wife. Right, like what is happening yeah. here? <laughs> I think this guy just hates everything because when you click on it, everything is like should have just stayed home, not good, phony as hell. Like he's, just, he's reviewing Jag. He's reviewing, oh wow! <laughs> he's reviewing uh, the 1958 movie Fort Dobbs. Oh, okay, this guy just picks shit. Like he's just like picking bad things, and he's getting mad. I, at I will say that the um, the insult "ding dong" is one of the the 
for me one of the strongest non-vulgar insults yeah. you can call someone like when you really <laughs> that's pretty good. pretty good that's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> so yeah sandcrab 277 tim mathison he's got a tim mathison um vendetta <laughs> all the way back to animal <laughs> House. yeah he hated he hated nash bridges truth and consequences <laughs> yeah like he's he just picks weird things and he's just like not good phony bad it's like okay. yeah. let me review this episode 10 years after the fact or yeah. <laughs> I, w- I really wish yes. he would have uh, written a review for something he liked i want to know like what he's into <laughs> Too bad. Well, Sam Crab, Sam Crab, if you're out there, I hope you're enjoying something you watch. <laughs> he is, because his last review was yesterday. Oh. oh, did he hate that too? He did. Oh yeah. He had yeah. of Spencer for hire. Oh, All right. well, I heard that was terrible. Well, episode 18, season two. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't Spencer? Oh, I thought Spencer for hire was that Netflix movie that just came out. The no, Mark Wahlberg sh- one, isn't it? Oh, is that? I don't know. I thought that's what it was called. Well, he just hates Bostonians. <laughs> yeah, maybe he hates maybe Bostonians. Maybe. Ah, that makes sense. Okay. Well, I, uh, before we get out of here, first thing we're going to ask, uh, will you watch Burn Notice again? Uh, I might. Yeah. I, I'm not opposed now, to it. Now with that cliffhanger. Yeah. We, I, you got to know what happens next, right? Yeah. You got to know gotta who get the Like I said, I've seen the first season. I wasn't. I just didn't keep up with it. That's all. Just, yeah. I just right. moved on to something else. I, I didn't think much of Jeffrey Donovan back then. And I've seen him in things since. Oh, yeah. he, was a, he was good on Fargo. Fargo. He was really good he was, on Fargo. Yeah. This is this is the thing everybody says, and I still haven't seen Fargo. I keep hearing Same. he was great oh, in Fargo. Yeah. Yeah. And, and seeing that and then coming back and seeing Burn Notice since then, I, I thought he was good in mm-hmm. it. I mean, you guys kind of slagged on him because you watch him every week. but <laughs> I We like to fuck with him, but yeah. I, I when I, when, when, but when he gets credit when he deserves it. Was it last week, Josh, <laughs> or the week before where I like raved about how good he was? It was last week yeah, was because last week, he was the doing the episode. nerdy guy. Yeah, like he did this uh, yeah. this character he did in last week's episode. He was great. Mm. He was awesome. Yeah, I, so, I really yeah, had, had no appreciation it. for him back then yeah, when I watched it. Fargo, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely times we don't appreciate him. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I'm sure will come up in future episodes, so please keep listening to hear um, us either praise and or hate on Jeffrey Donovan <laughs> and all of our other uh, favorite cast members from Burn Notice. Uh, so that's going to be the episode. So before we get out of here, please uh, plug some stuff uh, and say goodbye to the to our uh, listeners. Uh, we are on Ghoul's Night Out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. With an underscore. Ghoul's so Night Out. Twitch.tv. Yeah, twitch. Slash Ghoul's Night Out. One word. Uh, underscore. underscore. <laughs> Twitch.tv. Slash Ghoul's Night Out. Underscore. You Spelled heard it. the way it sounds. Uh, on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, check out everyone else's content because that's all we do yeah. is Ghoul's Night Out pretty much right now. So. And I'm Van Apps on there. Van, yeah, she's yeah, Van, Van Apps on Twitter. Twitter. I'm, I'll, be a, I'll be a good boy on Twitter. <laughs> if I st- and and judging by your posts, you absolutely will be a good boy. <laughs> I'm trying. Always Listen, good. I'm trying my best. <laughs> Especially lately. Oh, man. Yeah, you, you, should, you can read my replies today. Uh, None of them are nice. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of them are, are uh, Weekend at Bernie's gifts. I uh, uh, wonder why I'm posting those. I'm deleting a lot of tweets lately. That's <laughs> I'm glad I see them when I do them. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't be saying uh, the things I'm saying. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can find me on Twitter, at ThickFlareTTV. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch. Like I said, I've been streaming every single day, and I'm, I plan on continuing to do that so we can all have a community, a place to be any time of day. Um, I'll, I like to be around and, uh, and doing stuff for that. So that's at twitch.tv slash Thick Flare. Um, and that's kind of all I have right now. Um, oh, you can uh, hear uh, Josh and I on an upcoming episode of Social Climbers. Uh, very excited uh, for that to come out. So check out that to hear us there as well. Josh, where can they find you? Where can they find us? Uh, 
You can find us at Burn Notice Pod on Twitter and Burn After Noticing at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Fun times there. Uh, you can find me at Shake and Bakey. Sorry, Shaky Bacon. <laughs> shaky Bacon. Bacon. Uh, shake and uh, bake, bake Wars. Shaky Bacon. Shaky bacon. bacon. I just rewatched that today. <laughs> <laughs> makes me still uh, Dakota laugh. is podcast famous now because uh, the Blocked Party guys got a cameo from her for one of yeah. their episodes. Oh, yeah. That's right. They mentioned that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trend setting, but yeah, I'm shaking bakey pretty much everywhere. Twitch.tv and also on Bazizio sometimes. That's right. Playing the Fortnite and some other stuff too. Support Bazizio and get shake out of Fortnite. His servitude. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing Fortnite. If anyone, if you see something on screen and it doesn't look like Fortnite, it is. It's Fortnite. <laughs> you just got to adjust your perception of reality, man. <laughs> pretty much. Sounds like a personal problem. Drugs. <laughs> Oof, yes. But once again, thank you to the Ghouls Night Out crew, Joe and Vanessa, for joining us. Hey, thanks for having yeah, us. Thank you so much. Thank it was fun, you. guys. Thank you. All right. Of course. We're going to end this episode as we do with our... It's seriously... If you look it on, on hashtags on Twitter, it's just... Boring. It's trending worldwide. <laughs> wow. It's crazy. Trending worldwide right now. We're going to uh, sign off like we do every week with our number one worldwide trending topic. Josh, don't get burned. Don't get burned, and Harvey Weinstein test positive for coronavirus, so ha-ha to him. <laughs> and so did, and so did <laughs> and Rand goodbye, Paul. everybody. Boom. Yeah. Rand Paul. <laughs> uh, bye, everybody. All those people who we just mentioned, have fun getting burned. Everybody else ah! <laughs> Everybody <laughs> else stay burned. safe. <laughs> stay safe, stay inside, stay listening to some fun content. Bye, everybody.